0: Hey guys, this is and welcome to another episode of the Audience of One podcast. Today I'm here
1: with Briley That Yeah, Philenworth. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> <You gotta laughs> <It's so hard. laughs> I don't know
0: how to spell it though, but Fillenworth. Oh, well, and yeah, we're just gonna talk a little bit about sports. Briley, oh my gosh, Briley <laughs> <laughs> used to play soccer here at the school. Yeah. So why don't you talk to us about like your experience with sports, like your life, how you came yeah. to Christ. Sports.
1: Yeah. So, I guess I'll share a little bit of, like, my background in sports and how, like, I turned to Christ through yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, born and raised in a church, uh, started out playing soccer in, like, our church peewee league, you know, like... wee. Oh, oh, okay. Like, the little, little leagues, you know? <laughs> That's funny. And, um, so, yeah, I was playing sports, like, ever since I could remember, um, like, in our church's gym mm-hmm. and, uh... So yeah, and then very thankful for my parents, like they definitely did a great job raising me and loved on me well, but um, yeah, I kind of like took my life into my own hands at that point, and even though like they both taught me that like Christ should be the center and that um, yeah, basically I uh, put my whole identity like into sports, especially the older I got like through middle school where life just gets hard because like (laughs) there's a lot of changes and you're still trying to like figure out who you were. And so I definitely chose, like, sports as who I was. Mm Like, I wanted to be the best athlete, play the most sports, um, and, like, just identify as an athlete. And um, so, yeah, like, through middle school, there were lots of ups and downs, Um, you know, lost a few close friends and family members, and definitely just lost who I was and who, like, I was raised to be, and Mm -hmm. just completely turned um, towards sports as my outlet to kind of, like, get all of my emotions out, and it became, like, my safe space, but then, like, as I grew, it became more of, like, who I was, and mm-hmm. so, like, going into high school, I definitely, um, we have this award called, uh, the Eye of the Tiger Award in my high school, where if you get 10 varsities by your senior year, you get an Eye of the Tiger Award, and, like, you get this huge blanket, or it's called the Blanket Award, yeah, the Blanket Award, you get this huge blanket with, like, all the sports and like varsity years and everything on it and um your picture gets put up in like our hallway and it's like there forever um so yeah I like really really wanted to focus (laughs) on that I was like I will do it I will have 10 varsities by the time I graduate I ended up graduating with 11 varsities which if I would... didn't
0: so, it put the 11? Yeah, so, oh, like, wow. we
1: had two awards. There was a 10 varsity award and then a 12 varsity award, and what? I was at 11 because <laughs> I decided to play basketball my freshman year instead of swimming, which mm-hmm. I should have swam, and then I would have varsity all four years in that. But anyway, <laughs> I uh, so, yeah, I played three sports for three seasons, and in the spring I also played travel soccer on top of track season, so Yay. I did Soccer in the fall, swimming in the winter, um, in the winter, indoor soccer started for club, and then in the spring, I ran track. Gosh. And also played club throughout high school, so I was always out of practice. I and don't like, know how
0: you did that, like, for real. It's a lot. It's it, a lot of sports. It
1: was a lot, but, like, I don't know, it was also just, it was. Like, how were
0: practices, like, set up throughout the day? Yeah, like, if you were playing, like, three sports every season, you had to, like, practice all of them.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't every season. So, like, in the fall, I played yes. just soccer for my school. Oh! So I practice like, soccer after school. Okay. And then in the winter, we'd had swimming yeah. right after school, and mm. sometimes in the mornings. Like, we okay. had morning practices. And then we'd have, like, indoor soccer, like, later mm. that night. So, like, I practice swimming from, like three to five, or whatever, have dinner, yeah. and then, like, from, like, seven to nine, or whatever, oh right? have my soccer, God. and, yeah, then I'd go home and, like, work on homework, and then in the spring, we ran track on, like, we had track right after school until about, like, four or five-ish, yeah. and then I'd have practice after that yeah. for soccer. Oh, my God. And so, yeah. That's a lot. It was <laughs> a lot. It was a lot, and I, yeah, I definitely wanted to be known, like, as the athlete, mm-hmm. and as, like... Most athletic woman in our school. I was not. There were definitely <laughs> there are definitely some really good athletes in our school, but um, yeah, that's just something that I wanted to achieve, mm-hmm. and like it came to the point where like I was compromising like my relationship with God mm-hmm. for that goal, um, because yeah, there was just seemed like a lot going on in my life because you know like the younger you are like even the most insignificant like problem seems like it's so big yeah so like made some poor decisions and just continued to like find my outlet in soccer and Mm -hmm. in sports instead of like turning to god for it and so yeah turning into college I always knew I wanted to play in college since like middle school, like, fifth, sixth wow. grade, somewhere around that, I told my parents, I'm like, I'm gonna play in college, <laughs> like, this is what I want to do, that's my goal, <laughs> that's my goal, and so, yeah, like, started getting recruited, um, signed to Cumberlands, I mm-hmm. uh, came here for soccer, and loved it, but, um, as I continued, like, to make poor decisions, and run away from God, and, like, just go to church on Sundays, but, like, be a completely different person out of church um, hanging out with the wrong people, my teammates weren't really the best influence, mm-hmm. like, I love them a lot, but a lot of them, like, weren't saved, or, like, mm-hmm. um, or we were all Christians, you know, yeah. like, we'd go to church on Sunday, but on Monday, completely different person, mm-hmm. or, uh, so, yeah, and then we would, yeah, we'd, I started going to a church at Emmanuel here, and Um, like, that was the first time anybody's ever really, like, questioned my faith. Mm -hmm. Like, actually, like, put me to the test because, you know, like, at home, where I was born and raised in the same church, like, everyone knew me. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, like, Like, right. Like, we raised her, so, Mm -hmm. like, of course we know that Mm -hmm. she's a Christian, but, like, you come down here and people are like, all right, share the gospel. Like, Mm -hmm. what, like, what do you think the gospel is? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) and, like, it was the first time I was, like, dang, do I, like, actually know the gospel, like, to the core, like, do I know what it actually means in my life, and, like, Mm -hmm. um, instead of, like, just having, like, going to church and, like, actually having a relationship with God, and so, yeah, I had some people in my life who were challenging me, like, Mm -hmm. every single day, like, hey, like, what's, what's the gospel, what does it mean to you, how are you, like, growing in your relationship Mm -hmm. with God, what are you, like, what part of the word are you in today, and I'm, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, going like, to Like I'm just going to church to like tell my parents I'm going to church, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, and then like as I continued to like grow in my faith, I ended up like getting baptized and finally like realizing the difference between like just being a church person and like actually mm-hmm. having a relationship with God. Um and so through that, like, slowly my identity started to shift into, like, the identity of, like, a daughter of the once your king, mm-hmm. instead of I'm an athlete and that's all my worth because mm-hmm. players are good here. And I was definitely humbled when I came here. And it's like, so N- N- you're not the best. <laughs> and so that was, like, definitely a hard point for me. is like, how do, where do I fit in if yeah. I don't have my sport? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was really good. And then I was just challenged to continue to grow my faith in the Lord, and now I'm senior here, and get mm-hmm. to work for sports ministries, and, like, it's the best yeah. of both worlds, because, like, I can, like, show people what it's like to have identity in Christ yeah. over their sport, because, like, at the end of the day, like, sport will end.
0: Like, yeah, at the end of, like, true. someday it
1: will stop, um, and so, yeah, that's,
0: yeah, that's cool. Bit
1: of my story, I guess. Yeah,
0: and, like, coming from someone to, like, play sports as, like, that's my identity, and someone to like, now, like, it's like part of your life. Like, yeah. what is the biggest difference you feel like, like, you playing the sport, you practicing it? What is the biggest difference you feel?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I guess, like, just the relief of knowing that, like, if I don't do well, then, like, it's okay, I'm still enough. Mm-hmm. Because, like, before, like, I really had a relationship with God and, like, put my identity in Him. If I was having a bad day on the field, I'm an awful person. Mm-hmm. I'm not enough. Like, I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm not fulfilling what my coach wants me to do. I'm not, like, succeeding. I'm not enough. And then switching into, like, well, I am enough no matter what I do Yeah, is, like, completely different mindset. And it really helped me, like, get through the last few seasons of just, like... If I messed up today, oh well, bad day, shake yeah. it off, like I know I still have God on like in my corner and um it's just I looked at the team very differently too. Like I started looking at them as like either sisters in Christ if we were believers mm-hmm. or if we like if they weren't a believer, I started looking at them as like someone to love. Mm-hmm. Instead of a teammate to compete against, I yeah. saw them as somebody to love and like as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So like this season I definitely took it like way differently I started looking at the girls on my team as like lost souls Mm -hmm. instead of players who I'm trying to beat yeah and so it was just car rides were a lot better like conversations were better because there there was no like bitterness between like us because it was like I want the best for you and your eternity instead of me like trying to take your spot yeah you know it
0: takes off the pressure too yeah like playing the sporting practices and stuff because like for me it was kind of like the same it wasn't like sports specifically but like my goal of like coming here like coming to the U.S. and playing like tennis at college it was like oh my gosh I wanted it so bad and like I truly believe that it was like a desire that God gave to me yeah. but I made it like my whole like goal in life like I have to get there I really want this yeah and like deep inside I tried to like convince myself that I was like no God wants me to do this that's why I'm doing it but like deep inside like I knew it was like my desire too mm-hmm. which is good it was like having a desire that God wanted me to have, but I made it, like, my idol, like, up yeah. high, you yeah. know? And I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Like, after, like, years of, like, hurting myself, literally, every single day, because if I lost a match, gosh, I'm a big failure. Yeah. You know, so, like, I feel like that, too. Like, it takes, like, a lot of pressure, and you can just, like, practice and compete. Like, for someone else, not for yourself, it's way better. Yeah. Like, it makes, yeah. it like, makes you feel better.
1: No, for about sure. Doing it.
0: And, like, you said, one day you mentioned, um, what, in one of the RA shifts, that, like, you wish sometimes, like, you didn't, like, focus so much on, like, soccer, because, like, you lose a lot of time, like, watching stuff, or, like, researching <laughs> stuff, and, like, I feel like a lot of people are like that, because yeah. a lot of people love soccer, and I feel like it's different, like, than other sports. Like, people love, like, football around here, love, like, yeah. basketball, but, like, Soccer, like around the whole world, is like a sport. Like everyone, like if you love it, like you love it. Yeah. No, it's true. And like, why do you feel like that happens in soccer? Because like, in Bra- I'm from Brazil, right? Yeah. So everyone loves soccer, but like, it's different for other sports. So like, as someone like played yeah. it and like loved it so much, why do you feel like it's different than other sports?
1: I feel like it's. It's funny because people say that soccer is boring, but, like, it's because they don't understand it. Like, Mm -hmm. here, that I mean, the people who play it here, they understand Mm -hmm. it. The people who in America who, like, do love soccer, they get it. But, like, around the world, they understand, like, it's the most exciting 90 minutes. It is crazy. And, like, it's non-stop, like, Mm -hmm. 90 minutes. Like, you have 45 minutes of complete play, and then you have a halftime, and then 45 minutes, a complete play, and so I feel like people just...
0: Or even more. Yeah, that's true, if it's a tie,
1: or, like, there's, like, injuries, or anything like that, and there's stoppage Mm. time, but I think one cool thing about soccer is, like, it is such an international sport, and, like, even in America, like, a lot of people don't know soccer, but, Mm -hmm. like, it's starting to, like, become more popular. Especially
0: on women's soccer. Yeah. It's, like, very
1: big. Like, it's huge here. The U.S., like, so good. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, we're insane. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, our women seem. I, yeah, I love watching them. I'm (laughs) slightly obsessed with them. But I think, like, the coolest part about it is, like, as someone who loves soccer, it's also, like, cool to connect with other people Mm -hmm. from different countries in that way. Like, so, like, this summer when I went to Namibia, like, when they found out I played soccer at a college in the States, they Mm -hmm. were, like, in awe. They are like, thought (gasps) it was the coolest thing, and they're, like, I can't believe you played soccer. And it was actually, like, super cool, like, playing with the little girls, Mm because, like, in other countries, I don't know about Brazil, but, like, women aren't able to play soccer, or, like, it's weird if they It's like a male sport. Yeah, it definitely is, and so, like, it was really cool, like, showing them, like, it's, like, you can play, like, it's, like, it's totally normal to play, and, like, I just think it's, it almost is, like, a completely, like, different ministry, Mm -hmm. and, like. That's cool. I don't know. It is really cool. And And it's a good
0: way for it, like, to reach other people, too. Yeah,
1: no, for Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, like, yeah. one of the things I did this summer was, like, we literally just went into the middle of the field and, like, played with mm-hmm. some people. Like, it was definitely a bonding mo- And I think, honestly, almost all sports are like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's truly, like, it can be a bonding moment and, like, an icebreaker and, like, because mm-hmm. you break down walls when you start to play. Yeah, like, like,
0: nothing else matters. Yeah, nothing
1: else matters. I mean, of course you're gonna have, like, your disagreements and, like, whatever. And, like, it's sport, but, like if, like, you could walk off the field and still laugh with that other mm-hmm. person and, like have fun. And I think that's the coolest thing about soccer is where it is such an international sport. Like, it's a very easy way to, like, get to know people Mm -hmm. and, like, be in a different culture and... Yeah. And I feel like
0: with sports, like, something that you just mentioned, that, like, you can just, like, you can be playing, you can leave the field, like, you can just, like, be talking to person. Like, even if they're, like, two enemies in the same team, okay? But they're, like, if they're designed to be in the same team they're going to play together, they're going yeah. like, to play for each other, Yeah. you know? But like, when it <laughs> wasn't <when they're laughs> finished, it's like, yeah. while, while they're playing, like, it doesn't matter, like, who you are, you know? Like, if you're in the same team, you're going to, like, want to win. Yeah. Like, and play who. No, like, for sure. whoever yeah. you're playing with. And
1: I think, like, I mean, even think of the World Cup. Like, it's so mm-hmm. much fun. And, like, I remember, like... Every single summer that the World Cup's been around, I've always been around other people in different mm-hmm. countries, whether it's soccer camps, or yeah. here with my team, or, and it's just like, everybody comes and watches every mm-hmm. single game, and like, it's just funny. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, when we had the World Cup back in, was it August? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just fun, like, being on fun. campus and, like, hearing people cheer for their teams, and, yeah, it was just fun. And it's a cool mm-hmm. way of getting to know people.
0: Yeah, last year was fun, like, World Cup here.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's... let's, The U.S. did better than we expected, so I'm proud of them. At least we made the World Cup this year.
0: That's true. And I was making fun of, like, one of my friends on the tennis team, he's from Italy, and Italy didn't make it. And we were all making fun of him, all the time. (laughs) I was like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? He was, like, talking about other teams. And we're like, your team is not even there. (laughs) You you can't say anything. (laughs) But, um, like, you before, when you came to school, you were on the varsity team, and then later you moved to the JV team, yeah. like, I just want to know, what made you make that decision, because I, for sure it wasn't easy for you, no, like, at all. <laughs> sometimes I still so regret <laughs> it,
1: but, oof, that's, it was hard, definitely, yeah. so, like, when I was on the varsity team, like, I loved it, and I loved my teammates, um, but I definitely, like, the farther I got in my relationship with God, like, Mm -hmm. the more I felt like that wasn't where he wanted me. Yeah. Um, and, yes, like, you can... Because I kept convincing myself, well, like, this is my ministry. Like, I Mm -hmm. can do it on this team. Like, that's why I'm here. with me. And, but, um, like, sometimes that's just not Mm -hmm. God's calling on your life. Like, definitely, like, share the gospel where you're at. Like, for sure, but... Sometimes God does call you somewhere else, and that's okay. And, like, that's what I had to, like, learn was, okay, like, what does my next step look like? Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm not, like, with my soccer team the whole entire time, like, what's going to happen? Like, will my friends change? Um, Mm -hmm. Am I going to still be able to, like, enjoy soccer? Am I, like, there were so many questions of, like, um, I think the hardest thing for me was, like, honestly, like, pride. Mm -hmm. Like, swallowing my pride and saying, like, like, I think the first time I, like, told somebody I'm not on the varsity team anymore was, like, mm-hmm. the hardest thing ever. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I can tell my coaches and I can tell my teammates, but, like, it's different. I was it's with different. them every single day, but, yeah. like, having to tell somebody, like, outside of our program yeah. that I'm no longer on like they don't on know. It, yeah, they don't know if I got cut. They don't know if mm-hmm. I just wasn't playing well enough. Mm-hmm. And they don't know, like... And so I felt like I always had to, like, explain myself I know. and be like, well, this, this, and this, and this is why I'm no longer on this team. Like, it is hard. But, like, it was definitely more just a pride thing of, like, Mm -hmm. me not wanting to give up this title. Yeah. Like, the title of being on the varsity team. The title of being part of that program. But, like, it was harming me more than, like, making me grow. And, like, it wasn't anything, like, against the girls I was playing with. Or, like, it was just I knew that I needed to put my time somewhere else. And so I decided, so I played two years on varsity, two years on our reserve team. And when I uh, dropped down, I ended up becoming an RA. And Mm -hmm. God's opened a lot of doors, like through being an RA with just loving on girls and it's been like really cool. I've had like multiple teammates and like friends come up to me and they're like, How did you do it? Like how Mm -hmm. are you dealing with it? And like through that I've been able to like recently I had a friend um, come up to me and she's just like struggling with, I don't know if I really want to be on the varsity team, like, I don't, like, how what made you decide, and, like, just asking all these questions, like, well, if I'm being honest, like, Christ is the only reason that, mm-hmm. like, I was able to get through it, yeah. and, um, it was just cool, because, like, it's just opened more doors, like, I've been able to have more godly conversations since yeah. I left the varsity team, even mm-hmm. though I thought the varsity team was where I was supposed to be, Yeah. and, so, yeah, and, like, I have better friendships and relationships with the girls on the varsity team now you know, than I did when I was with them every single day. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that sometimes you just have to, like, swallow your pride mm-hmm. and, like, realize that, like, God does have things, like, lined up for you that you just yeah. can't see. And so, yeah, because, like, I dropped varsity and then I got hired as an IA and then I got hired for sports ministries mm-hmm. and, like, I wouldn't have been able to do any of that if, if you I were was on still on the varsity team because, mm-hmm. like... RAs a lot. And for soccer, like, that's an insane schedule to Mm -hmm. be able to try to do both. Um, And then, yeah, for sports ministries, like, they said they were never going to hire anybody on varsity again. Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't on varsity. Yeah. So I was able to get hired. (laughs) And it's just been, like, yeah, it's been really, really cool. And, like, I've enjoyed playing soccer again. Like, it didn't Mm -hmm. feel like a job anymore. It felt like a sport again.
0: Yeah. Like, you mentioned that now it's easier to, like, have gospel conversations because, like, of the doors like, the past experience that you've had, and why do you feel like on the other team it's being easier for you to share the gospel than like, on the other team? Because, like, basically, technically, it's, like, the same thing, right? Yeah. But it's not. Like, it's not the same people. It's not the same pressure in a way, too. Yeah. But, like, for you, what changed? Like, it was, like, the opportunities that people were asking you more about it? Um, Or you just felt, like, more comfortable sharing the gospel?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. Where, like... I was, I was more equipped and, like, farther mm-hmm. along in my faith, so it was easier, and I was more confident in it, but I also think that, like, <laughs> like, to be completely honest, by your junior and senior year, you really don't care what underclassmen think of true. you. True. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> if I can say whatever I want, like, I'm gonna leave in a year or two, mm-hmm. so I think that yeah, also, like, true. my mind shift, like, changed a little bit and was like, mm-hmm. oh, I only have... One or two more years mm-hmm. left here to make a difference. I only have this much time. Yeah. Where like as a junior or a freshman and sophomore, you're like, you know, still low on the top yeah. I have you time. Can. Yeah, like oh, you're fine. <laughs> but then yeah, I think it was just like um, I have this opportunity, so I need to take mm-hmm. like I need to take the opportunity to share. It. But also mm-hmm. like it was really cool because me and Shannon Dillo were both Shannon. on the I love Shannon. <laughs> we were both on the team this year and. Um, Yeah, like, we've both talked about how, like, it's, it was really cool, because this year people, like, would just ask us questions. Yeah. Like, we would both, like, pray over the team and, like, pray for conversations, and we never even had to start them. Like, usually Mm -hmm. it started with them, and it's just kind of cool, like, I know some people don't agree with this, but you know, like, the saying where it's, like, uh, share the gospel and, if necessary, use words. Yes. And, like, I agree with that. I agree with that, too. Because you definitely should, like you should be living a life, like, according to Christ, enough mm-hmm. for people would don't ask questions about it, yeah. and so I think, um, like, just by the example that, like, Shannon and I were showing as, like, seniors on our team who weren't captains, mm-hmm. we weren't captains, we weren't put in any leadership mm-hmm. roles, but, like, we showed up every single day that we could, and, like, we worked our butts off and left on the girls, mm-hmm. like, unconditionally, and I think just by doing that, like, it made them question, yeah. like, why are they like this, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, we had, like, lots of conversations, and one of our teammates got baptized this morning, which is awesome, (laughs) and, um, yeah, there's just been, like, super cool conversations that we didn't even start, like, we would be driving back from one-way game, Mm -hmm. and one of our, like, Shannon and I would be talking about, like, a sermon or a song or something that we heard of, and, like, one of our teammates asked us, like, do you mind, like, sharing your faith like why do you believe what you yeah, believe that's so just, cool it is really cool because yeah. like it's not even where, like hey do you know jesus i know <laughs> it's, it's just, just like it's
0: forced yeah it's like if it's not in a way yeah you know? and
1: it definitely was just like i like truly believe that if you like ask for god to give you opportunities yeah, hey, well. and like you don't even have to insert yourself into it like sometimes yeah. they just come to you
0: yeah there's a phrase so. that i read in a study back at home one day i'll try to translate it as best i can it was like if you are the only image of Jesus that they will ever see, what do they see? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that before, Mm -hmm. yes. So like, it's cool, because like most of the time, like our actions speak louder than our words, like we can say whatever we want. Like for example, you, like you grew up in church, you knew like the gospel, like you've you've read it before, but like it wasn't like real to you, so like most of your life you didn't act like it, Yeah. But then like, once you started acting like it, it became true to people too. Yeah. People could see that in you.
1: No. And you were sure. speaking about it too. Yeah. So, like no, for it's sure. cool. And I think that um oh, where was my thought was going somewhere and I lost <laughs> it. Um day. It's, right, it's
0: gone.
1: It's, gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I don't know question, and yeah. if
0: you if you remember, you just say it it doesn't matter. Um you mentioned that like there's so many people like on your team from like other places and you mm-hmm. also like said that you went to Af- like oh my gosh, a country in Africa. Yeah. So like you being there, like, with so many other people, and here in the school, like, with people from all over the world, like, how is it different to share the gospel, like, with people from other countries, like, for you? Because for everyone it's different, for some people it might be a yeah. challenge, for others not. But for you, how was that experience?
1: Um... I think that one of the things that I've learned most about, like, working, or just, like, living with people from different countries and, like, being in different cultures is, like, um the verse where it talks about, like, be, uh, slow to speak, quick to listen, or I think I switched it, but, like, <laughs> listen, basically, like, listen first, and yeah. then talk second, and I think, like, that's the most important thing, and even what we kind of, like, read in 3 Gospel mm-hmm. with Sports Ministries, I think that's, like, a perfect book if you're trying to, like, learn how to interact with different cultures mm-hmm. on how to share the Gospel, because, like, well, we see the world through our eyes. Like, yeah. we see it through our culture and how we were raised and, like, what we're taught and the politics that we were around and, mm-hmm. like, you only see what you see and, like, if you don't stop to, like, listen to others, mm-hmm. then you're never going to, um, like, truly understand where they're mm-hmm. coming from, what point of view they're coming from. Because some people from different cultures, like, they don't understand, like, they might think they know God. Yeah. But they don't truly understand, yeah. like the biblical version of God, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, but they might say that they do. Yeah. Like, they might be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. believe in God. But, like, they might be talking about, like, Buddhism or yeah. something like that. And you have like, no idea. Like, God. Yeah, but, like, you don't know until you ask them questions and listen. Mm-hmm. And so That's I think... Cool. I think the best thing is, like, get to know them. And I know that some people don't agree with this, that, mm-hmm. like, you should just, um like tell them the gospel, and then, like, have conversations after that, but I, like, personally, I think what's worked best for me, and, like, some of the other people, is Mm -hmm. just to, uh, listen, and, like, ask them questions about, like, you know, where they're from, what they Mm -hmm. believe in, like, what kind of churches do they have, or, like, one of my favorite questions is, like, Mm -hmm. so what's, like, the main religion where you're from, or, Mm -hmm. like, just, like, it could be, like, religious questions, and, and, like, they
0: don't even know the answer. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. they're
1: just, like, just getting them talking, and then, like, you can see what they believe, and, like, how they see the world, or, like, what they're struggling with, because, like, if they're struggling with, like, guilt and shame, maybe they need to hear about, like, the mercy and grace of God instead of, like, the wrath and punishment of God, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, kind of making the gospel, like, personal to them. Like, definitely share every point with them and, like, have them understand that, like, there is, like, grace and mercy from God, but, like, also, like, sin's an awful thing and, like, we can't be close to God in sin. And so it's, like, Just understanding, like, what they need to hear in that moment and then, like, have conversations, like, continuing after that of, like, but this is, like, the full gospel, not just the part Mm -hmm. that you need to hear. Um, So, yeah, I would say just, like, get to know them and, like, who they are, like, to the core because, like, I wouldn't want somebody coming up to me and being like, Hey, yeah. do you know Jesus? Did you know you're going to hell no. because you're a sinner? And I'll be like, I don't like that either. I don't <laughs> want to hear that. And so yeah, like, who <laughs> are you
0: to keep like? I don't even know you. Why are you telling that to yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. So
1: definitely just yeah, and different cultures are fun. Yeah. Like, eat. Let, <laughs> let them cook for you. Like, yep. Like let them, like let them show them your culture. Yeah, you know, like. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. be part of their world and not just have them be part mm-hmm. of yours, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah,
0: and I feel like it's it's good to like ask them questions and make it personal to them, but like make it personal like from your perspective. Oh yeah. Like, sharing sure. your story makes a whole lot of difference. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. I've been like, it wasn't something like very like common to me to share my story like back at home. I share my testimony because like everyone knew me. Yeah. You know. So like why would I share my story, like, they all know who I am, like, when I came here, no one knew who I was, no one knew anything about me, so I was forced to tell my story, Yeah, and then, like, sharing my story is, like, part of my testimony with God, it's, like, I've been sharing, like, all the time, like, that makes people, like, see God in a way, too,
1: yeah, for sure, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely, and I think that's, like, part of why, like, I came to know Christ here, too, is because, like, I didn't know anybody, and mm-hmm. so they had to share, and, mm-hmm. like, if they weren't talking about, like, like, if nobody would have shared their story with yeah. me, like, with their relationship with God, then I would have never thought twice about it.
0: Yeah, so. true. And now, like, did you have the position as a sports minister, and, I mean,
1: GA, yeah. you got the assistant yeah the sports
0: <laughs> ministries, yeah. and you're also, like, a coach for the middle, middle school. school? Yeah. Like, how has your perspective in sports and God, like change with, like, different positions, not only, like, mm. as a player, but as someone that, like, it's coaching and, like,
1: helping people. Yeah, like, a like, figure, yeah. kind of.
0: Um. but for sure, there is a big difference.
1: There is a huge difference, and I think, like, the thing I struggle with most is I'm definitely more of a, I'm gonna love you even when you're being a little turd, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Especially, like, with my middle schoolers, where, like, Like, I don't like yelling at them, but sometimes I need it, like. True. And. That's true. Yeah, I think, like, the hardest part, probably, is, like, being, and, like, this is something I struggle with, is, like, being okay and, like, being willing to be, like, broken in yourself Mm -hmm. around people you're, like, like, authority over. Yeah. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be that person that, like, acts like they have yeah. it all together, or, like, they have it all put together, because that's not, like, I don't want to follow somebody who's perfect. Because, yeah, true. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to have a boss who's, like, perfect on mm-hmm. paper, and, like, I feel like I can never be Mess good enough. Mess up, or, like... Yeah, and you know. so, like, I guess the thing that I've been learning the most is, like, being, like, open and vulnerable, like, with, like, even people that are, like, under me, I guess. Yeah. You know, no, but, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like, because... Because
0: in a way, like, in sports ministries, for example, you are above us in a way, like you're yeah. leading us. Yeah. So, like, we had to, see, like, obviously, I see you as a friend, but, like, there, like, at that moment, you're leading me, like, to something or somewhere, you know?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, and I think that's, like, like, I want to be able to, like, have others grow, mm-hmm. like, help them grow, but also, like, grow myself, and, like, allow, because, especially, like, when you are a believer, like, nobody's, like, higher than one another you know like it's not like we're on like of course we're in different stages but like also you can teach me something that I didn't realize yeah and so I guess like yeah just being open and honest and like being okay with like messing up and like being vulnerable about that when I do mess up and like being honest um but yeah like coaching it's just like it's definitely hard because sometimes you just want to like go back to every single thing that a coach has told you at some point mm-hmm. and, like, take it out on them. Because, yeah. like, or I know one thing that, like, we've been struggling with is, like, oh, I would give anything to be in your spot, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like you're being a butt. Like, why are you not trying? <laughs> like, going off on these 15 year or like, 14-year-olds, you yeah. know? Like, like, but, like, it doesn't matter. And so I guess, like, just being, like, that consistent person where it's, like, challenging them to be, like, better people, better players, and yeah. um, on and off the field, like, mm-hmm. teaching them how to be, like, the best version of themselves instead of so just yeah. a good player. And, like, that's what, and, yeah, that's what I, like, kind of want to yeah do as a coach, I guess. Like, is, like, show to people. Yeah, like, develop people, not players, mm-hmm. I guess. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, oh, um, like, in general, what is your favorite memory about sports, like, ever?
1: Favorite memory. Oof.
0: Mm, that's hard. It's hard.
1: Favorite when I memory. thought about
0: it too, I tried to answer it to myself. Like, oh my
1: gosh, what right, is mine? Oh, <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> um, Probably my favorite memory... Dang. There's so many. But I think I really have like... I'll, I'll give two. I'll give one as like a player and like one as a coach. Okay, I guess cool. like one as a player was... Um, my freshman year when we made the national tournament for the first time, like, as uh, soccer program mm-hmm. history here, I think, like, that was the first time I, have like, was super, super excited to win a game and not even play. No, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, you know, I was sitting on the mm-hmm. bench, but, like, it was so cool that, like, to be yeah. part of program history, and I think that was also, like, one thing that I started to realize, like, hey, maybe I would like to be a coach in the future mm-hmm. is being so happy for somebody else for being successful. That's cool. And I think that was the first time that God was like, it's okay
0: to cheer on people, like, you know, like, cheer on others. It comes back to the pride. I feel like so many athletes struggle with With pride. pride.
1: Oh, for sure. And I think that was the, like, first time where, like, I saw, like, at this point, Nicole was our goalkeeper, insanely Mm -hmm. good goalkeeper, and I was sitting on the bench, and I was so happy for her. And, like, the way she played, and, like, just overjoyed that we won. And I think that was the first time that, like, I was happy in a sport, and I didn't even affect the way that the game went. Mm-hmm. But, like, so, yeah, that was just super fun. Um, as a coach, probably our first win this year, mm-hmm. it was just really fun seeing the girls super happy, and, yeah, it was, it was just fun, and, like, it's been cool, like, growing a relationship with them, mm-hmm. and, like, even though, like, we have a losing record right now, like, mm-hmm. it's still fun, like, getting to go and see them every day, and... Yeah. Um... Yeah, our first win was really fun, and we, like, beat the team, like, 8-0, I think, 8-1. Because you just started, like, coaching them, right? Yeah, so this is, like, my first season coaching them, (laughs) and it's been fun. You won already. (laughs) Yeah, so we've lost four, and won three, but it's okay. Like, we're still, like, in their middle school. They're learning, and... Yeah. But, yeah, it's just been... It's been really cool, and, like, I'm very thankful, like, here in Kentucky, it's very different than Mm -hmm. at home. Like, at home, we're not allowed to talk about God at practice, like, as a uh... coach, like, period. Like, coaches aren't allowed That's to pray. Hard. Yeah, coaches aren't allowed to pray. Like, to the uh, whole state?
0: Yeah. Like, it's like a really oh, big, yeah. like,
1: separation of, like, church and state kind of thing. So, yeah. like, if we were going to pray before a game, like, a student had to lead it. But, like, here they're not mm-hmm. as strict on that. So, like, yeah. I can pray before the games, and I've been able to, like, talk to some of the, like, we both go to Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. I've, like, talked to some of their parents because they're like, oh, you go to Emmanuel? Like, yeah. yeah. And so it's been cool, like, cool. being. More able to sh- like share my faith with the mm-hmm. girls and like tell a little bit of like my story with them. Yeah. Like at home, it's like you, you very be able to. Yeah, like they will fire you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they're like you talked about God. <laughs> Bye. So, it's been cool like being able to be in, in an environment where that's okay.
0: Yeah. And so. what do you think is like a moment like or more than one that like you look back and you're like, whoa, like that was God, like in sports, like moments where we're like, oh my gosh, like I could have never like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was like all God.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> there was this one particular moment that I actually remember so we were at so goalkeepers when we were at varsity or we had an hour of practice before practice. Oh. Yeah. And so we had ridiculously long practices. But I remember it was a Sunday after church and I was out in the field with this girl named Lau, Mm -hmm. and, um, she's the other goalkeeper with me, and, um, we had a water break, and the song Christ Be Magnified was, like, stuck in my head, because we sang it in church that morning, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize I was singing it, like, I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) like, Christ Be Magnified, and she looked at me, and she goes, what are you singing? (laughs) And then I was like, oh, like, you know, it's a song that we sang this morning, like, talking about, like, Christ needs to be magnified through our Mm -hmm. lives and whatever, and I was like, I didn't even realize I was singing that song, (laughs) and, but then, yeah, she actually got baptized this morning, which is super cool. That is so cool. And, like, I know, like, that's not the moment where she's like, yes, I'm gonna follow Christ, but, like, it's really cool seeing how, like, she started asking questions, like, even when I was on the team, and then Mm. two years later, like, she got baptized, because, like, God continued to put people in her life, and... So, yeah, sometimes I'm like, huh, I wonder if that made a difference. I don't know. I don't even know if she remembers that moment, but I definitely do remember. It made a difference like, in your life. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do remember going, that's cool. Bang, I can't believe I've seen that out loud on the field, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was super cool. It was sweet. a cool moment.
0: And like, do you have like a burst that you, that you used to like have like before a competition, like during a competition, like was in your head a lot?
1: Um, not really like one in particular. Mm hmm. I mean, I guess, like, this sounds horrible, but, like, I usually wouldn't, like, get verses stuck in my head, I just, like, pray to God, like, God, like, humble me, like, for the game, or, like, allow me to, like, be a good character, like, on and off the field, and, like, cheer people on, because... Especially, like, when we got to the reserve scene where I was more of a leader and, and our classman, and I was driving the vans, it was, like, mm-hmm. Lord, like, guide my music choices, yeah. Lord, guide my conversations, and more of, like, talking to God yeah. every single day to encourage exactly. me, like, through that instead of... Because, like, yes, we should definitely be in the Word constantly, yeah. in memory, scriptures, but sometimes I'm, like, I just need, like, God right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just... Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, more of just like, on competition days or travel days or whatever, like, mm-hmm. more just in prayer than in the word, um, so, yeah, and there definitely was, like, days I would, um, like, read sermons or listen to a podcast mm-hmm. or whatever, but there was not, like, one that I guess I, like, yeah, yeah. went to over and over again. Mm-hmm.
0: That's cool. And, like, now, like, you're done, like, playing, like, soccer, like, what are your plans, like, for the future, like, regarding sports?
1: Oof. That's a great question. Um, I definitely do know that, like, I want to I want to work mm-hmm. with youth and in sports and, mm-hmm. um, if sports ministries in that somewhere, that'd yeah. be cool, but, um, <laughs> so, yeah, next year I'll be the graduate assistant for sports ministry, so I'll be back yes. working with sports, and I am really excited to finally, like, be done with undergrad yeah. and, and kind of have more time for every sport instead mm-hmm. of just a few, um, and so, yeah, definitely... Probably sharing my story more with, like, students Mm -hmm. that I'm not normally around and not normally with um, because I am super busy. So, yeah, next year, like, I'm excited to, like, show people how, like, God took me from, like, my freshman year to now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and then I'll be be coaching at Corbin High School again. Yes. And (laughs) so I'm excited for that, and I get to be with the girls again. And then after that, I really have no idea... So it's just kind of wherever God leads me. I love to work and sports for the rest of my life, whether that's in a classroom teaching P E or coaching or sports ministries or something I don't really know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, God knows. Yeah. Like I don't really know (laughs) at all. Like everyone
0: like I like that too. Like most people around us like have no clue. I think you mentioned it to me, like I came to college, having more of
1: an idea of what yeah. I want to do than now <laughs> yeah, that no, I'm That's be- very, very true. When I came in, I was like, I'm going to, you know, graduate with mm-hmm. exercise for science, I'm going to get <laughs> my degree in dietitians after that, I'm going to coach, I'm going to do this and that, and now I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm, blah, blah. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm getting a degree, do I know what I'm going to do with it? No. no. <laughs> so, but I think that's also, like, the cool part of growing in your faith is, like, mm-hmm. taking your hands off the steering yeah. wheel and going, okay, God, like, it's yours, because, yeah. I mean... Yeah, like, he definitely... Like it, is it is his anyways. Yeah, like, he's gonna open doors that you don't even realize, and yeah. so, yeah. I think just being willing and able to mm-hmm. say, okay, God, it's yours. Yeah. And it's hard. That's really oh. hard. <laughs> so hard. Oh, God. But, yeah, I think something that I do is, like, I, uh, I think like, I want to plan my future, but sometimes I have to, like, okay, stop looking at jobs. Yeah. Stop looking, like... Stop looking for the next step and just enjoy the step you're in now. Mm-hmm. So, cause I'm like, yeah. oh, what am I gonna do after I leave here? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. So stop worrying about it right now. Mm-hmm. Like you can, when that time comes, you can worry about it then. So. Yeah. There's a phrase that my mom like bought like
0: some like, oh my gosh, what's the name? Those, it was like um, it those pictures you put on the wall. Oh my gosh, I forgot the name. Pictures you put on the wall. Like it's not like a board. It's um. Like
1: a whiteboard. No, anyways,
0: <laughs> there's, like, this picture my mom found, and she put it on the wall. Like, she bought like, those very tiny, like, pictures, and she put it on the, like, on the hallway at my, at my house in Brazil. Like a frame? A frame, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know, I, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. But, like, it says something like that, like, um, grow wherever you were planted, something like that, and I feel like, as college students, especially, like, now, like, towers the end, of our college career is so hard to think about that because, like, we're always thinking about the future. Yeah. But, like, we have to, like, get used to, like, being used wherever, like, God has yeah. planning us. No, for sure. But
1: it's not easy at all. No, it's not easy. It's not easy. And I think, like, one thing to help with that is, like, just don't compare yourself to others. Oh, Just good. don't. Just don't. Yeah. Like, cause they're, like, I know I have friends that are younger than me who have full-time jobs, mm-hmm. who just bought a new car, who are getting a house, and I'm like, I can I'm not even graduated yet, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I think it's, like, stop comparing yourself to others, cause, like, no person's journey's the same. No. And, like, God's gonna use them differently than he uses you, and, like, just be okay with that. That's good. Like, because you're gonna have an experience that will help somebody else someday, mm-hmm. like, and so just... Just be okay with that. That's be good. okay with your journey and stop comparing it to others. Yeah.
0: Tough, but I-, I think everything in, like, our walk with God is, like, easier said than
1: done. Oh, for but sure. But it's so worth it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I think, like, having, like, people to just talk to about it, like, mm-hmm. helps a lot. Like, I have, like, you and Tessa, like, Amy mm-hmm. and Taylor and, like, really close friends and, like, just having that accountability where it's like, oh, man, I really struggling with this yeah. right now. they would be like, yeah, it's okay. Like, we'll get through it. Yeah. And it's all right. It's going to so, be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, no. thank you, Bradley, for joining me on the podcast. Yeah, And no thank problem. you guys for listening to it. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you could yeah, me be blessed by it.
1: <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. Well, God will do the job. Well, Yeah. bye, guys. Bye.